With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Thank you, Dan Watkins. Big win for the Eagles tonight. Uh, congratulations to everyone up at Chestnut Hill. My name is Dan Ray. We are talking a little bit about the weather, so folks have hung around, uh, and let's keep rolling here. Uh, love to know what it's doing in your neck of the woods. This is maybe, um, maybe going to be our biggest weather event in the greater Boston area. I know it's going to be much more serious up north, and um, we'll, um, we'll, we'll be, take calls from wherever. We heard last hour from Vicki in North Carolina. She was saying it was 74 degrees down there. All right. Let's keep going here. Going to go next to Jason in Amesbury, out on the far end of up in Cape Ann. Hi, Jason. How are you? Hello. Well, actually, I'm just driving through Amesbury. I just pulled off of the 495 where, where uh, yeah, 495 where it's about to get on 95. Yeah. Um, Visibility is pretty low, but, like, it's not sticking on the ground too much. Yeah. Um, my suggestion to, to those don't get memorized, uh, mesmerized. Uh, yeah, don't get mesmerized. Try to like stare ten degrees off into uh, ten degrees off to the left or right, and then back back and forth to to prevent yourself from getting mesmerized. How long a ride do you um, have um, uh, tonight before you get home or wherever um, you're headed? I'm going down to Peabody. Uh, I was just driving back from from night classes, um, and my house is in Peabody. Where are you going so, to school? Uh, NECC. Uh, like I have a professional career, but I'm just trying to backfill. Sure. Yeah. And, and um, what what is that school? New England, uh, Northern Essex Community College. Oh, sure. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. Campus, Absolutely. And there's a Lawrence one. Well, fine. That's that's great. Um, uh, yeah. Again, you've had a pretty good winter. If you if you're going in a little some some classes at night, there haven't been too many nights like this. But yeah, that's. It could be, I would say, so you got probably, you got another 40 minutes before you get home, I'm guessing, at least, right? Yeah, I think I'm going to stop at the McDonald's. I don't know if I'm if I'm in Salisbury by now or if this is uh, Amesbury still. Um, yeah. I used to live in this area, but now I'm down in Peabody. Yeah, well, you know, a little cu- cup of coffee, keep you awake, that won't hurt. Yep, that'll be good. No, that's, yeah, but uh, don't stare at the snow, you'll get mesmerized, you'll hit something. All right, have um, you called before, Jason, or are you a first-time caller? First time. Come on. Do you normally listen to us here on Nightside? I, I mean, I listen to you guys a lot, uh, especially, like, long rides like this almost every time I take class. So that's, you know, Mondays and Wednesdays. All right. Well, look, um, I'd like to send you, uh, uh, if you would like, uh, a Nightside T-shirt. We um, we have some special red night t- Nightside T-shirts this month in honor of Heart Month. Uh, February is American Heart Month. Oh, cool. Well, where you hang on, Rob will take your name and number and um, uh, and whatever size you'd like. Um, we, we, you know, don't. I hope you're not going to be like a five extra large because they don't make them that large. Okay, <laughs> just be, if that's the situation, yep. maybe get get one for a friend. But uh, I hope you wear it and and enjoy it. Okay. All righty. Cool. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Jason. 
Rob will take the information. Let me go next to Tim in Winthrop. Tim in Winthrop, how are you? Yeah, Dan, I got something that just uh, says it all. What's that? In 1987, uh, the Washington Redskins played the Denver Broncos, and they killed him with Doug Williams, remember the quarterback? Sure, yeah, that was a Super Bowl year, right? Okay, uh, at the beginning of that game, when they had the flyover, the public address announcer, it was in Tampa, he said, oh, I'd like to thank the 18 million men and women and, uh, in service for the United States across the world. At the last Super Bowl two weeks ago, the, the public address announcer said, I'd like to thank the one million man uh, in service around the world. Dan, this isn't going to cut it. Reagan did the right thing. This is not going to cut it with Biden. His pussies, uh, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying. This is well, not going to well, cut I it. I don't think we ever had um, a military force of 18 million. That would we did. Important. We we had more than that in World War II at 22 million. Right, right. World, uh, World War II was different. I'm talking about in the. Uh, in in the more modern era, yeah, after. we had Rotsy though. Remember, Rotsy was big in those days, yeah. and they counted them too. But we had an army, a standing army. I'll say, I'll say, I'll give you twelve million. That's still pretty damn good, more than China has right now. But yeah. Reagan did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, we had you know, I, I will tell you, you're generally pretty good on this stuff. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, let's see what we can find here real quickly. Um, you count again, Rotsy I, too. You got to do that, Dan. You what's that? You got to count the Rotsy too, because they were active too. Reagan uh, had them active then. Well, let's see. This was 1987, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, I walk it back as far as the people, but 18 million men in uniform. It could have meant the Rotsy, but that was big. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Um, let me um, let me give you some. It was big. Anyway, let me give you some numbers, okay? Let me give okay. you some numbers. Uh, in since nineteen uh, fifty-five, that's as far yeah. as, till fifty-four, okay? Um, the the highest number that I can see in, was in nineteen sixty-eight. This is total U.S. military personnel, Army, Air Force, Army, Air Force, Navy, um, Marine Corps. Marine Corps, so that's a whole whole shoot match was three and a half mil in nineteen eighty seven two point one million well, well you got to count well didn't they count Rotsy and all the other people I, I think the eighteen million figure is a figure that maybe you either misheard or misremembered to be honest with you Tim well, Reagan, if you had said Reagan, to me four million I'd say okay maybe I know but, Reagan had a dozen aircraft carriers I know that and we don't have that many right now okay. that's a fact fair enough. How's the weather in Winthrop, Tim? Uh, it's all right. I just want to make a real quick point. Anthony Blinken and uh, Pete Buttigieg, his time has come. Well, Blinken comes across as weak, and so does the other guy. I sound like Trump. He comes across as weak, and so does uh, Pete Buttigieg. He takes the SUV to uh, to a site uh, he was going last week, gets the, car, gets the uh, bicycle out of the back a half a mile before, he gets to the city and yeah, says, oh, what, a, the story. Yeah, what the story. a good job I'm doing. He, he, I, know, I get nothing against gay people. And, and, yeah, you know, again, that's, there's no need to bring his sexuality into it. I again, know. if he, he either does a good job or he doesn't, Tim, okay? And uh, well, if he does a good, a good job, job in, in, his, in his position and he's gay, great. If he does a lousy job and he's straight, get rid of him, whatever he is. Right, <laughs> it's right. It's about that. the job itself. Right. Yeah. All right, Tim, i got to run. I'm up on Bye. my break. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Talk to you soon. You have a great night.
Love to talk. A couple of more calls on weather, and then we can change topics if you'd like. I got Manuela coming in from Chelmsford next. Michael Anna, Attleboro, and room for you. Again, bring it back to what we're talking about, which is what's the weather like in your area. I hope no one has run into any sort of problems on the roads. Uh, As it gets colder, it can ice up. Look, just be careful. We'll be back on Nightside right after this break. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right, let's keep rolling here. I'm going to go to Manuela in Chelmsford, Massachusetts, up up in kind of the uh, the the Route 3, 495 area. I'm thinking, Manuela, how are you tonight? Yeah, I'm doing good, Dan. Um, and yes, you're right. It's the Route 3, 495 area. Yeah. Um, how's it? What's I, um, going on up there? So I was driving home towards, I was in Chelmsford when I called. I'm now in Lowell, but I drove up through the Quincy Dedham area. You know, <gasps> it was a light long rain. Ride. Whoa. <laughs> it, it is a long ride. I mean, I work in Boston and made a couple pit stops, um, but I'm home now. But it wasn't sticking down that way, and it's definitely sticking up here. Really? Um, and I figured, let me call. I've never called in. I always listen to Nightside. You know, this your first call? Year. This, this your first it call? Is. We're going to give you a round of applause from our <laughs> audience. Great. Thank you. Thank you. But, yeah, so it's sticking. I think, you know, we're going to be the road, is the road sli- Is the road slippery? Well, it was treated, so there were trucks out, like, slowing everyone down, just treating the surfaces. So it wasn't as, you know, the side roads are, are starting to to get some stickiness and slipperiness to them, but the highways were fine. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. please, please so. continue to drive very carefully. How long do you have to go before you get home? Well, I, I mean, I'm home now, and I've been a nurse years and i've always been like an essential worker driving in two feet of snow whatever conditions you know we just get out there and and so i'm used to it you know i mean i only have a front wheel drive but i'm all right this 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 girl's doing all right on out on the road okay well you know what i'd like to do manuela i want to send you an inside t-shirt um in honor of American Heart Month. This is February. Our friends at College Hype have produced a limited edition Nightside T-shirts, and it will get warmer, I know, in the months ahead. Uh, and um, if you'd like to stay on the line, you can talk with Rob and give him an address, a phone number, and um, and your size, and we'll get you a Nightside yes. T-shirt. Thank you so much. I'd love that, and it was nice talking to you. It was great to talk with you, Manuel, as well. I hope, I'm looking forward to your second phone call. But hang on, and Rob will get it all, all the information from you. Okay, thanks. Thanks. That's great. That's great. Let's go next. Michael in Attleboro. Hey, Michael, how are you, sir? Hey, Dan, how are you? I'm good. You out in the roads? Oh, yeah. You know, you know me. I told you I'm your man in the street. I should be getting a T-shirt. <laughs> I go by. I go to Cumberland Farms, and there are half of them are closed because no one, no one wants to work. So a lot of them close early now. But uh, get the large coffee. You should see it when I pull over to listen, and uh, the lady in blue knocks on the window to see what I'm doing. Well, what, you got you had a police officer dro- uh, stop you by tonight? Not today, but it's happened two or three times. <laughs> well, and what are you telling me? listening to Nightside? <laughs> yeah, I was on the phone at Nightside one of the times. It wasn't. It wasn't actually. It was before Nightside. It was uh, <laughs> one of the previous people. Uh, but anyway, uh, I was up at Southboro, 
I've been from between Dedham, Natick, Wellesley, Medfield. Just some personal things. I have. I'm. I'm uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm minding a few cars for people, and what I got to do is I periodically start them up and drive drive them. And I don't know if it was a good idea tonight. Up in Southboro, coming on Route 30, coming right into Framingham, there was nothing down to protect you. So I did start to slide at one point. Okay. Um, uh, you know, the rest of it's good. I want to get on one quick thing about climate change. Sure, I mentioned this to you before. About 30 years ago, I think this is before Al Gore predict, predicted it. Yeah. Uh, about 30 years ago, I had heard that the weather's up here, the winters up here were going to be a lot warmer because of the way the way the earth turns. Okay. You never heard that? That the weather was going to be what? Warmer up here. In in New in England the because of the way the earth was turning? Well, because the earth turns, you know, rotates. Right. You know, minimally, but... And 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 it's kind of true. It's kind of true. I mean, I'm not a denier on climate change, but I'm I'm out I'm no, out no, on your I'm side. I'm kind of like I, I'm uh, unaware that that uh, the Earth's rotation has changed. I mean, I know that 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 because the sun is is stationary and and the Earth you know rotates and revolves that during certain times of the year. Uh, you know, where the, the we have more sun, less sun. But you're saying that there was a change in the actual rotation. I, I'd never heard that. Uh, that uh, that's uh, that's what I heard. I'm going to have to look it up. Because, okay. Uh, okay. I don't All know. Right. Uh, that. Uh, I tell you what, Michael. Um, I tell people not to not to ask for nightside T-shirts, but you're a regular caller. I'm going to make an exception. So we're going to give away three. I'm the man in the street. Who else? Who else buys I expect you to, to never take this T-shirt off, okay? And our friends at College Hype, <laughs> people can buy. You can't buy the red ones. You're going to get a red T-shirt, uh, which is which is going to be a collector's item, okay? It's as simple as that. Okay. Normally they're white, but these are red in honor of American Heart Month, and you're a good sport. And uh, and I I remember you calls. You're a regular caller. We'll get that out to you. They will get it out to you. College yeah, we're, we're at Casey's. Oh, we're at a Casey. That's perfect. Uh, that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> if I'm there, I'll buy you lunch, okay? Hold on. Great. Rob will take care of you. We'll get your name, number, address, and whatever size you want. Just please don't be like a 4X on us because they, they No, no. The no. biggest are like 2Xs, okay? <laughs> no. Yeah. If it's a 4X, I tell Rob... Ask the say the guy the caller. What about your your one of your children or a friend or a girlfriend? But you hang on and we'll good get point. you. Okay? Yeah, good Thanks. point. Thanks, Michael. Talk to you soon. Let me go to Walter and Lynn. Walter, you're on the water there. I'll bet you still got a little snow tonight. What's going on? Yeah, we're getting snow. It's slippery out there. Um, I I worked for the a utility in the on the North Shore. Yep. I started digging in the nineties. Yep. And I was talking to one of my friends about it. We used to around Christmas time, start with frost all the way, usually till February, March. Yeah. They never see frost anymore. You know, uh, guys would get down two, three feet down to the gas mains. And um, very rarely do they see frost. Huh. Um, and we would start, like, um, starting starting at um, the end of December. You could basically work 24-7 if you wanted to. Yeah, and I. So when did, I when, a, when in your experience did that change? Um, I left 
I left in the early 2000s, and I, I can't say when, but I like you said, it's something I've talked to people about recently, you know, in the last couple of years. Yeah. It is nothing like when when I was growing up. I can actually tell you in the in the 60s, I remember ice skating on a, a side street in Lynn, and um, it wasn't packed ice like you see cars driving on. It yeah. was ice. Uh, the whole street was literally ice you could skate on. Yeah, and um, that you know, had to be a, you know, that had, had to be a flat street, though I think. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. It was a, a flat street, and it was a, a not a busy street. You yeah. know, like a side street. We used to we used to yeah. skate in, in what we called the swamp, which was a uh, an area where there was a marsh, and uh, in the winter time it would free, it would freeze over. But I don't know. Um, yeah. So you you and think that things are changing dramatically? I guess right. Dramatically, and I, I will say this: after the frost left in March. You went through a month, a month and a half of just rain, rain, repair, leak, uh, water, get in the main yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we don't get that rain. You know, we like, we might get one severe storm, but I can remember literally day after day, you know, in the nineties, yeah. out in the making money for the family, and um, it, it's definitely changed. But it, if you, they say that in the sixties, we were actually at the end of our cold cycle. And it started, it was hotter in the 30s, then it's cooled down to the 60s, now it's going back up. Yeah. And um, my personal opinion is um, the governments, the developed governments are uh, pushing for a tax. And what, in fact, the other, the China all have a pollutant. Yeah, no, that, that, that's pretty clear. They, they're they looking to uh, to tax the, um, the, the the countries that are, that are doing well and, and pay money to... Uh, that's a whole other conversation. I wish I had time for that one, but I don't right now, so I'm going to let you go, Walter, but I appreciate okay, you checking thank in. You. Have a good day. You too. Good Bye. night. All right, we'll be uh, back right after the news at the bottom of the hour, and I think we're going to change topics. We're going to talk about immigration, um, increase in immigration, dramatic increase in immigration at the northern border. Back after this. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's news radio. Okay, Susan is up in Salem, New Hampshire, and Susan said she was uh, dialing in uh, just as we were wrapping up last half hour. So let's go to Susan. Susan, up in Salem, New Hampshire. You at, at home or on the road, Susan? Well, actually, Hello. my son uh, just hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones get it done hello Susan oh hi there yes yeah, sorry um, I heard the radio behind me 
Um, well, you want to turn the radio down because we have a 10-second delay. I'm, I'm sure Rob told you to turn the radio down. And if you keep the radio up, it's very confusing because you, you yeah, want to just I'm, hear me on the phone. Go ahead, Susan. There we go. Um, yeah, so I was just going to mention, um, while we were in New Hampshire, it, of course, we have sleep, a little bit of snow, and um, but it's not bad. My son just came in and said it was a bit slippery. Um, but we expect it. Uh, here in New Hampshire, you know, we've had a very mild, mild winter. Yeah. I'm a gardener. Last uh, summer was in the 90s, and I think it rained twice. So it's been a crazy season. But what I wanted to mention was uh, one thing I had learned about in the last couple of years are the, the solar cycles. So um, we have 11-year cycles, and within these solar cycles, there are grand solar minimums and a modem and what those are are you know a cooling cycle and a warming cycle and so that's just one aspect of why we have crazy weather and um yeah well, you know, again I, I know that there's a lot of uh, opinions and and look i i want to make sure that that when I leave this earth, we leave it to our children and our grandchildren in the same condition. And I'm, I consider myself to be an environmentalist, but um, I, I'm a firm believer that some winters will be worse than others and some summers will be hotter than others. And at the end of the day, sometimes we, we trend hot and then we trend cold, at least as I look at this long range uh, issue. And I know that there and are people who are very fearful that right now we are in a definite warming trend that we might not be able to get out of. Um, you know, we had a warm summer last summer, and we've had a warm winter. Um, there's no question about that, but I think to establish a trend, you need more than a few but years. I've also, right, but I've also lived through all of these uh, winters that you that have been mentioned. And so, I, you know, I, you know I'm in my 60s. I've, I, I lived through the um, blizzard of 78. I was stuck on uh, Route 9 at Data General uh, at work for three days. So, you know, we I've seen a lot of things come and go and you know, it's really not predictable. I think that, you know, we have years where it snows I, uh, here in New Hampshire, I remember must have been the two, uh 2014-2015 snowstorm because I have pictures actually I just uh came across the other day with my kids. And, well, that was um, a tough that was a tough winter for us and the winter before it snowed yeah. like crazy down uh, on what I call the Atlantic uh, states, the Atlantic coastal states, uh, Delaware, New Jersey, Maryland, and Virginia. I remember talking to some of those listeners down in those states the prior winter, and they were getting killed, and we had nothing that prior winter. And then the next no. winter, we had nothing until January, and then about January 20th, it started to snow, and it didn't stop for about six weeks, it seemed. Every other day, there was a storm yeah. coming through. And, you know, um Regarding the solar uh, cycles, what's really interesting, though, uh, what's really inter interesting about that is how, um, so we have friends in Florida, and, you know, for years it's always been hot, known to be hot. Our friends move down there um, a few months out of the year because of the, the warm weather. Well, we're having warmer uh, winters and warm, warmer summers, actually, and they're having cooler. We were just down there for two weeks, and it was um, in the 40s at night, 
Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it would get up into the 70s uh, during the day. And so for them, they leave they leave New Hampshire <laughs> for warm weather, and uh, we get there, and it's cold. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that, that can happen, too. I've been in Florida at different okay. times. Uh, over, You know, I can remember being down there one time in March expecting it was going to be beautiful, and it was... Uh, it was and it it was sunny, but it was really windy and it was chilly. It was chilly. <laughs> Susan, appreciate yeah. hearing from you. Thank you so uh, much thanks. for joining the program tonight. I look forward. This your first time calling? It is. It is. I've listened to you for a long time. Well, Susan, thank you very much. We'll, I'm looking forward to your second call as well. Thank you so All much. Right. All right. Thank you, Dan. Nice Talk listening to you. you. Bye. Thank you very very much. Okay. All right, we're going to take another break here, but I want to change topics. And for those of you who have been following uh, the the increase in immigration at the southern border, there is now, believe it or not, an increase in immigration at the northern border. Uh, This is surprising to many people. Um, It has all of a sudden popped up in the last um, uh, the, the last few weeks. Uh, which to me is amazing that people have actually somehow gotten into Canada. And these are people supposedly mostly from Mexico. Now I don't know if they are Mexican residents or if they are people who have um, uh, have traveled to Mexico, flown from Mexico to Canada, uh, and then uh, are coming in. I, I imagine that would be the only way. Obviously, there's no reason to drive. But um, in late January... New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu uh, talked about this, and uh, this is uh, Governor Chris Sununu on the last day of January, uh, January 31st. Cut 35. Yeah, they're not. They're not mostly not Canadians. I'll tell you that yeah. uh, we're seeing everything from uh, folks from Honduras, Mexico, Guatemala. Uh, over the past year, you've seen the increased border crossings in in uh, New York, Vermont, and now they're kind of making their way over to New Hampshire. And the Customs and Border Patrol, ICE, the ICE agents, they're doing a great job. They've just been uh, pulled back on their resources from the federal government. And so, for about a decade, New, New Hampshire has had uh, a partnership through Operation Stone Garden, right. where our local law enforcement, our state police, would be partnering with them to help uh, assist in these illegal border crossings. But uh, that personnel has been pulled back on their side. We've asked for more funding. That's been pulled back. So now we're looking to take our own steps to make sure that we're protecting that border. Now, again, the number of people who have come across the uh, the New Hampshire border pales in comparison to what is going on uh, and has been going on for years down on the southern border. However, uh, I'm told that the number of people uh, who have actually begun to uh, come across the border, the Border Patrol is looking for help, the Border Control at the Canadian crossings, uh, that the apparently there's been an 850% surge. Now, again, probably you're talking about a relatively small number of people to, to get it up to 850 uh, or so percent increase in encounters and apprehensions. Uh, this um, this is very interesting. Now, it may be that, that people feel that the northern border is less uh, less secure. Again, this is Governor Sununu, uh, again, from late January. He was blowing the whistle on this, sounding the alarm earlier than most. Cut 36, Rob. 
We're not waiting for them at, you know, walking down the road. That doesn't happen. They come through the woods, they come through the forest, whatever it might be. And, and I got to tell you, they're smart. They look at where the patterns are. They look at where they're having the most success right. and they keep using those corridors. My job is to make sure that New Hampshire does not become one of those corridors uh, by, again, making our own investments, hopefully uh, engaging with one of these ICE delegation agreements and basically saying, look, if you guys don't have the resources, empower us, empower our right. state police and our sheriffs to help patrol that border. And uh, one more soundbite from Governor Sununu here. This is a cut number 37 again from late January. Well, look, we have some of the best National Guard there is, but this isn't a National Guard issue at this point. It's just a lack of, of human resources that we can already help provide. The, the best resources to attack this would be the, the local police departments, the sheriffs, the state police. We have those resources. We can fund those opportunities. And that's, that's where, exactly where we're going to go, assuming that they, they give us the agreement, which I believe they want to do. They've, uh, they, like I said, the individuals on that border, they're trying to do it as much as they possibly can. They've just been pulled back. They, their own team has pulled their resources from them, which means that, you know, we're hoping that states step up. We're going to do our part. Hopefully Vermont and, and New York follow in suit. Uh, but it, 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 I think you guys reported just yesterday over 40,000 northern border right. crossings in just this last quarter. Um, and so, again, you, you, there are there are pathways to make up for where the federal government is failing. No, um, we're and, this, and hopefully we can be an example. Now, 40,000, again, pales in comparison to what's going on down at the southern border. But it's an interesting development. Interestingly enough, uh, there is now, there have been two stories that I've seen in the Globe, one which will be tomorrow. Uh, the state now is going, to, uh, is, is having trouble finding places to house people. There's a, um, a hotel in Concord, Massachusetts, uh, and again, I'm not sure if it's housing our homeless, meaning our homegrown homeless, or if they're going to be housing folks who have arrived more recently and are, and are in need of shelter. And there's also a story in the Globe tomorrow uh, that the state is now eyeing a hotel uh, in Newton. Uh, so that would be the first major, uh, again, hotel in Newton uh, used for temporary emergency shelter. It's called the Indigo Hotel. So I think what this means is that we are kind of being uh, deluged with, with people from the south and now there's more than a trickle coming in through the north uh, and what for many years was kind of a border problem uh, although it obviously is a problem with drugs and all of that uh, they've left the borders open and now we have problems to deal with here we've seen it there was a, a hotel that was used down in Plymouth last fall I think we're going to see more of it. If you'd like to talk about um, immigration and its increase, what's going on on the northern border, and if it's happening in New York and Vermont and New Hampshire, I suspect it's probably happening in Maine and Michigan and, and, and Minnesota and other borders, northern border states as well. Why would you just come in through Vermont or New Hampshire? Uh, that's a small sliver of the northern border. 617-254-1030. 888-929-1030 or 617-931-1030. I mean, we have not had a border policy in this country for several years. Our borders are wide open. We have had probably 4 million people come in, in the, into this country in the last couple of years. Where are they going to be housed? <laughs> it's as simple as that. Um, we, we need housing, and we're going to find now that they're going to be housed in places like Newton and Concord. Uh, just as they have been housed for years in McAllen, Texas. We'll be right back on Nightside. Let's talk immigration and um, what can be done, or at this point, 
uh, is the situation so out of control it will never, ever change. And we are just an open border nation. Back on Nightside. You're on Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right, so I I never like to change topics during the hour, but we are changing topics, and I want to talk about immigration. We haven't talked about immigration in a while, and the spin that I want to talk, not the spin, but the, the reason I'm talking about it, it has become apparent to me in the last um, couple of weeks uh, that we here in New England are going to see more and more uh, and, and have an obligation uh, more and more to deal with the arrival of um, people who have come to this country across the border. Now, not only are we seeing immigration coming across the border from the north, meaning from Canada, uh, but the the waves of immigration up from Mexico have continued now relentlessly for, well, at, at least the two years that President Biden has been in the White House. And at some point, when you uh, pour water into a, a kettle or you pour water into a bathtub uh, or you pour water into a bucket, there comes a point in time where that bucket overflows. And I think that is what we're seeing now. Uh, in I believe it's, I'm seeing what time this story was filed. This story will be tomorrow, in, I assume tomorrow's Boston Globe. It was filed by John Hilliard of the Boston Globe today at 4.09 in the afternoon, obviously. We're talking about uh, a hotel uh, that state officials now are looking at in Newton. It's the Hotel Indigo uh, is being considered by state officials as an emergency shelter for families. Now, we have plenty of families in Massachusetts who need shelter, um, who have lived here for many years and either have hit upon some tough times or, or conversely, um, uh, there's, you know, a divorce or something and, and look families families have problems and you still have to help you know people here on it in addition to that there's another layer of people who are slowly but surely making their way to Massachusetts you remember when Governor DeSantis flew the plane load of whatever it was 40 45 people up from um, Texas through Florida to Martha's Vineyard uh, that was considered to be a, uh, a stunt by many people, but I think it was an indication of what was eventually going to happen. They've continued to send those busloads of people from Texas and uh, Arizona and Florida to cities like Chicago, Washington, D.C., New York, and those folks have to go somewhere. And they're not all going to stay in New York. They're not all going to stay in Chicago. They're not all going to stay in Washington, D.C., and they are migrating. Well, like any group of people. So there's a hotel now in Concord, which will um, be, I guess, renovated or, or made available for for housing. Uh, there's this hotel here in Newton. Uh, it's called the Indigo Hotel. State officials and a Newton developer are having early conversations about using a vacant hotel as a temporary shelter for families as Massachusetts's support system strains to help thousands of families in dire need of emergency housing. The people who are in dire need of emergency housing, I don't know that they're going to make a distinction and say, well, we're going to give priority to uh, Massachusetts, longtime Massachusetts residents. There could be people coming here from other states, and there certainly uh, are people coming here from, f from either the southern border or the northern border. So I want to know from you, how happy will you be um, when you find out that there's a hotel in your community uh, that maybe has not been full, fully occupied, 
one of the concerns that they will have in most communities will be, will be who's going to pay for the increase of kids in schools. So we'll get to all of that uh, next uh, next hour. But in the meantime, let me run real quickly and grab Ken from Fitchburg, get him here in here, get his thoughts on this so he does not have to wait past the 11 o'clock news. Ken, thanks very much. We got you in here under the wire. Uh, you go right ahead, sir. How you doing tonight, Dan? I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, what, 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 what do you think about this development? So years ago, my stepfather, my mom, and my little brothers and little sisters went up to Canada. And before they went up there, one of the guys that worked with my stepfather, he was a you know Brazilian guy, I'm assuming, not legally here. Mm-hmm. Asked my stepfather if on their way back they'd be willing to put somebody in the car for $10,000 cash. How long ago was this? Maybe 10, 15 years ago, tops. Wow. So you would put yep. them in the trunk of the car or put them driving in the car? Uh, they were in a minivan, so it would, I, would be, I would guess probably between the seats on the floor. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that, that had to be mighty tempting for you, Dad. No, knowing him, I'm surprised you didn't say yes and then call the cops and get the guy arrested. <laughs> get the money first, though. So he chose not to do it. No, no, they didn't do it. Yeah, it's a, you know they got the kids and stuff like that. It's not even worth the risk. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, how old were you at the time? Oh, I was probably in my thirties. Okay. Yeah. So you. So you. So. So it was a family vacation, is what you're telling me, to Canada, right? Yeah, it was uh, my younger brothers and younger sisters, my stepdad and my mother. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, so then this has been going on for a while, coming over the border from Canada. Yeah, a long time, I would assume. Wow. And I'm sure you know this guy didn't just come up with it on his own to get his buddy to come across. Yeah, that's um, that had to be a, a, a tempting offer. Um, obviously, there wasn't as much. Obviously, you got if you they're they're arresting kids down in, in Texas who are bringing people across the border. You know, American uh, teenagers, um, believe it or not. So yeah, it's amazing, it's amazing where, where we're headed. I don't know where it ends. I really don't. I, I think the border is so broken now. I don't think they can ever put it together. And all it means is that every month we're going to have. Tens of thousands of more people coming in this country. I don't know where we're going to put them all. I guess we're going to put. It's them like putting like a band-aid on before you hop in the shower. You know, it's yeah. It's a null point at this time. You know, it. Yeah. Hey, Ken, I'm up. On, I'm up on the eleven o'clock news, so I got to get you go, but I let you go. But I appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling. Okay. Have a good night, Dan. You too. Uh, we'll continue this conversation right after the 11 o'clock news. All you got to do is dial the phone, 617-254-1030, Are you prepared to um, find uh, people from all over the world living in your community, probably in a, in a hotel maybe that has hit upon some hard times, a motel? Love to hear from you uh, and love to see what your thought of this is. Coming back right after the 11 o'clock news here on Nightside. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.